Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It is January 13th, Friday the 13th, 2023. This is the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. I am Glenn Rubenstein, joined by NYC Demon Diva Issa tonight. There we go, full screen. Talking about SmackDown on Fox. Talking about the AEW Rampage. Talking a little about Impact Hard to Kill. Now, you want the news? You want to know the latest thing that's going on in the news? Check out the Wrestling Inc. YouTube channel. Jack Farmer and Raj Geary did a news update this week. It's been a crazy week in the world of professional wrestling. There's so much news to talk about that, you know, we don't even have to talk about it. They covered it all. No, We're they here went tonight. live earlier today and did an excellent news podcast. I, was, I, I tuned in and out of it and thought they did a great job covering everything that happened this week. Absolutely. Uh, so, tonight, what should we start with first? Well, I figure since we don't have news, we can just cover a little bit of hard to kill just because that main event was just so good and emotional. Um, if people don't want spoilers, sorry, I'm about to spoil it. But in the main event, it was a career versus title match between Jordan Grace and the legendary Mickey James. Uh, and long story short, we do not get to say goodbye to Mickey James quite yet. But what a banger of a match, Glenn. So good. And apologies to Eddie Kingston and uh, the gentleman putting on the match on a rampage at the same time. But I saw Mickey James's entrance tonight on social media and said, Oh, wait, I gotta, I gotta flip over to this. I gotta watch it now. Amazing main event. Uh, Mickey James versus Jordan grace title versus career, very physical match, a uh, great entrance on Mickey's part. But I have to say, here's the thing. Mickey James at this point is such a legend in the world of professional yeah. wrestling. Women's or non, right? I mean, she's done incredible things in her career. Always a delight to watch. You know, regardless of the promotion she's in, she feels like the most important thing in professional wrestling. Any feud she's in at any given time. I got to be honest, seeing her entrance and seeing the venue, though, tonight, her entrance was A+. plus massive money coming out with uh with uh, uh a, a drum ritual of which i believe is uh from her tribe uh yeah. it was great but when you look at the venue that impact was in for hard to kill tonight you look at the production value of an impact pay-per-view i'm sorry mickey james ain't going out like that for her final match mickey james deserves to have her final match be in front of tens of thousands of people on on a grand stage maybe not the grandest of them all but not 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 where impact was running tonight. I agree with you, but on that same note, I personally have been a huge fan of Jordan Grace, not just the work that she's put on in herself, her her changes, her body physically, but her matches in this ring, she put on a lot of bangers, underrated. I always say it on my streams, I always say it on my channel, I think that impact is very underrated. I do think that the production value and some of the venues take away from, from people wanting to watch the product, but I personally, I, I watched this pay-per-view on and off, had it on in the smaller screen. It was some, it was some great wrestling on tonight and i it was is. a little sad to see jordan gray's title ring end but i was nowhere near ready to say goodbye to mickey james so i'm i'm okay with this decision and i would be shocked if mickey james is looking to leave behind this industry as an in-ring competitor i would be shocked if aew or wwe were not 
jumping up and down to have that opportunity to put on what will truly be Mickey James's last match. Do you think we'll see her show up at the Rumble with the Impact title again? Because they should she do it has again. it again this year. Yep. It was a great moment. It was a great moment last year. Probably one of the very few, because last year's Rumbles were not the best. But seeing Mickey yeah. James walk out there to hardcore country with her title, I thought it was a moment. It was a legendary moment. And I was very happy for her. So hopefully we get to see that again. If they do it, please, WWE, do not announce it. Just surprise us. Yeah, absolutely. I was absolutely. I was upset when they announced it last year. I was like, it's unnecessary. You should have just let it happen. <laughs> you know, and I'm shocked actually that um NXT wouldn't be making a play to have Mickey come in and wrestle, but also coach and mentor their Remember her match against Asuka? Fantastic. I mean, same oh with AEW. God, I was so hyped for it. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, after what she did with the NWA Empower pay-per-view, um, I think Tony Khan could solve a lot of his problems by hiring Mickey James to run the women's division. 1000% agree. We saw, and we'll get into that a little later, but the, the AEW women's division is also starting to show themselves in, you know, as, as valuable competitors in this industry. I wish they gave them better stories, but the main event of Rampage, also a banger. Main event was phenomenal tonight. Uh, absolutely mm -hmm. love that. Did, and I'd heard, I'd heard it was really good, but I didn't try to mm -hmm. read too many of the details, but oh my God, that was something else tonight to take Rampage home and go off the air. Uh, so which one of the shows should we cover first? Let's start with SmackDown. Let's start with SmackDown. SmackDown opening with the Intercontinental Championship match tonight. Gunther versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental Championship. And uh, where was where was uh, Braun Strowman's little buddy Ricochet to, to help him get that I don't know, but where tonight? were his red pants? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I actually really enjoyed this match. It was, it was probably good. one of the, it was, I wasn't looking forward to it. And every time there's a Gunther defending his championship, I find myself very invested. I wasn't invested in this one. And they, they delivered, the, especially Braun. I think Gunther is going to put on a good match with everybody. But I thought Braun did well here. Like, I think the match went on for like 15 minutes and, and he delivered two big meaty men slapping meat. I, I'm usually not one to give Braun compliments, but I thought he killed it tonight, both of them. And it was an excellent match. Uh, absolutely it's interesting as uh john riley's point out it's like vince hasn't taken over creative not yet anyway well i think braun Strowman. you know aside from the fact that vince was there when braun got let go i would think braun would be thrilled to have vince mcmahon back in the driver's seat uh but gunther man but vince McMahon fire him though <laughs> i know that's what i'm saying aside from yeah. that it was a beautiful relationship uh but look i mean they're all in on gunther man i mean it's crazy right because gunther i mean Look, when he cut weight, got even more ripped as, as a big guy, like they are just pushing him in a way that Walter never got pushed. And him going over yes. Braun Strowman tonight, this is actually kind of insane when you think about how invested the WWE was in Braun and the way that Braun can criticize uh, the flippy floppers all he wants. But tonight we had Gunther, an international independent wrestling superstar, uh, go over Braun Strowman and retain that Intercontinental Championship. And uh, as Fat Matt is... Oh, what's that? No, I was saying both of these men got in excellent shape compared to what they looked like back when they first started True. with WWE. 
True. And uh, Fat Matt saying, I'm sure I think Braun Strowman had an injured shoulder and they were playing that up a lot. I mean, they're giving that as yeah. a very clear reason for his loss. But this was a uh, this was a really hot match to open up the show. Yeah, it was. And I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I think maybe they're building Gunther for uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Glenn? Mm, hope. But who, who's going to win in that? Meeting, Gunther's not winning that match. Brock, of course. I mean, I, I will be rooting for Brock, but still going to slap. It's going to slap meat, in fact. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> <laughs> we love we love a good meat slapping section. You know, like, I'm always here for that. I w- bring that sign the next time you go to a live wrestling event. I want you to make a big sign that says meat slapping section. Just hold that up. <laughs> No, I'm gonna I'm gonna print like a thousand of them and oh, hand them please out. Please do, <laughs> please do. Incredible. Oh my god, they'll be amazing. They're gonna all get confiscated, but that will be incredible. Yeah, you need we, to can, do we that. need to get them up at least once. You know, let's make then... that a thing. Wrestling Inc. Universe. Anytime <laughs> you go to a WWE televised show, meat slapping section. Make meat those slapping signs. section, please, please. Yeah. I will pop so hard. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh so we heard from Rey Mysterio tonight, who didn't have a great holiday this year. He's not the one who ended up in jail. What is he talking about? Ah, uh, you know, he probably sees it as a reflection on him. Uh, but he declared himself as an entrant in the Royal Rumble to get back on track. He said he was going to win. <laughs> I want all the de- I want all the declaration promos to just be down on their luck wrestlers who are just like here's the deal like uh you know the wife and i aren't really getting along lately i think the dog hates me uh you know i've put on like 20 pounds so here's what i need to do i'm declaring myself for the royal rumble to get my life back on track yeah because that's just the way to do it yeah oh is it, let's make that the new year's that that's what you like new year's resolutions like this year i want to learn french and i'm declaring myself as an entrant in the royal rumble you know let's go yeah this year I'm gonna be I'm gonna practice uh, gratitude more, and I'm entering the Royal Rumble. Just everyone can come out there and declare. Uh, but he was interrupted by Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross looks like he wants to sell you an extended car warranty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the funny thing: I legitimately took a screenshot of him out there and was going to post something similar tonight and i said to myself no that's kind of mean so good on you Isa. Um, i don't hold back you know that's my thing i don't hold back dude like he used to look so menacing with the shaved head and now like yeah it looks like he wants to uh, sell me like term life insurance you yeah. know that should be his gimmick that he wants to sell you life insurance because he's going to murder you in the ring you know, oh, that's actually not bad. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about the way you're going to take care of your loved ones. And once you've passed on, and oh, by the way, I'm going to murder you in the ring. Like, and you know, Ray Mysterio be... needs it because he got his wife slapping his son's mommy. Like, that family's a mess. He definitely needs a new sorted out life insurance so there's no more arguments in that family. But yeah, Carrion, bro, like... Uh... <laughs> I didn't like the hair tonight, Glenn. You know, I've been here advocating for for the hair, but I didn't like it tonight. It's it's amazing how 
it just made him look less menacing, less cool. I don't know. I, like, I'm bummed because he had such a unique and original look. Different than every other bald man in professional wrestling. I mean, we still had that incredible moment where he took, when he threw the water bottle at Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Never forget. But can he throw it and ha and have it land? Can he can he flip it and have it land? That's the question. No, I don't know about that. I know you're asking too much. Yes. Um. So and then there was the tarot card spot. I'm so confused, and that's the problem with Karrion Cross. I don't know what their gimmick is. I don't know if he's a menace, a badass, an MMA dude. He's in the dark side. They're tarot readers. Like I I don't know what they are, and he's I think that really hurts them. He's selling car warranties by day, but they're Satanists by night. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, they, they, they're getting those custom tarot cards. That's where the money's at. They need to be selling those sets. With however this gimmick and feud are, sure. Um, yeah, nobody's going to. I will buy it. I will buy custom tarot cards with, like, wrestlers on them. Can we talk about... I normally don't say... When I'm watching this, uh, when I'm watching professional wrestling, it is rare where I will see a male talent or female talent and just something about their look is so on point that you just look at them and you're just like, like, what, what's, why, why isn't this person being pushed to the moon? And I have to say, are we going to talk about Maxine? We're going to talk about Maxine My Dupree. My God. <laughs> like, yes. I forgot who she was at first. I was Me like, I, they were backstage. I was just like, whoa, who is that? And then I was I like, know. oh wait, that's Maxine Dupree. And I'm like. Why isn't she in the in the in like a title feud? Like she looked like, like a million dollars. She looked incredible tonight. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. incredible. I and, and Stella Justin Lopez sent me one of those uh, you know, those vignettes that they've been doing on their own maximum. Yeah, making models. a maximum. Making a I maximum. died laughing at that clip. Like they're doing some good stuff, but I saw her tonight and it was just funny because she was surrounded by a lot of big names and she looked like the biggest star out of all of them. If you're not watching wrestling and you're flipping channels you're looking at her and she was right next to raquel right next to live like i was like no she my eyes went directly to her and that's the and, the, and there was she was in a segment with all attractive women but the way she yeah. presented herself in that outfit tonight looked like the biggest star in the entire company Agreed. tonight um and she was just background in that scene she's not in a feud they're doing a web series uh, I think it's just on social media. It might not even be on YouTube of making a maximum for maximum yeah. male models. And um, I, I don't know. I don't know how creative can see what she was pulling off tonight. With it, just, just even the way she was carrying herself and not say we need to give her something. Right. I agree 100% because I knew exactly where you were going as soon as you said it because I felt the same way when I saw her on my screen. Yeah. I mean, it just and, and and it's it's rare, but we've seen this before in WWE where someone is just able to make themselves stand out so much, mm -hmm. and that's part of it. I mean, you want to talk about the airport test? I mean, yeah, thousand correct. So, um, but she was in the background of that segment for uh, more or less because Raquel Rodriguez and Liv Morgan got into it, and Liv Morgan pulled off the grade school uh trick of saying oh i got my palm red today and you see my lifeline there <laughs> i kind of pop for that especially because it came right after the tarot card <laughs> yeah i'm like i, I love that we're staying on that point too. yeah <laughs> i absolutely thought it was tied into that too uh so okay sure i like live 
Liv beat Ronda Rousey twice. Uh, she did not beat her clean. She beat her twice. Okay, she went down ahead. in the books as having those as wins. Okay, Glenn. <laughs> uh, and I like Liv Morgan a lot. I mean, but I feel like they they killed her momentum uh, quite some time. They needed ago. to give her a clean win over Ronda. Uh, Tegan Knox versus Ali tonight. For why? Why Glenn? Yeah, Ma- Maxine Dupree could have been in this match. Not even that. It's just like I'm never gonna complain about seeing the women's talent on television. No, not at all. We haven't seen them. They don't have a storyline. They were just. It felt like an exhibition match, and it. it w- I mean, okay. <laughs> no, it is kind of strange that they would bring Tegan Knox back, but they've done this before, and I think they're more guilty of doing this with the women than the men, where they will bring someone back and then it's like, or they'll call somebody up and it's like, and guess what? We have nothing for you. Nothing at all. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly how Emma, who we didn't even mention, yeah. looked in the background of that segment as well. Like, why? Why, why, why? Because reasons. Good match. Good match yeah. between the two of them, but I didn't care at all. No, there was. I, I don't know what the point was with this. And then uh, speaking of it, like, you know, ever since I said that they looked like a group of juggalos going to Ren Fair, I can't take the Viking Raiders seriously. <laughs> Oh my god, same. I've never been able to take them seriously, honestly. But they're looking the less Adler and less queen, though, she is so she is so drawing inspiration from Yellow Jacket. Oh, not yeah. trying to not trying to bring up our other podcast, but yes. she just she's and then they do the woods thing and the, and the fire. I'm like, this is so yellow jackets. <laughs> yes, yellow jackets buzz. New bonus episode of the podcast out today talking about the yellow jackets season two trailer, Isa and myself. Uh, analyzing it. And by the way, once we got done and I was reading more online, I'm like, oh my God, there's way more. There's way more. We like scratched the surface. So we're going to... Me too. And I haven't even looked at the hashtag on Twitter. Like, it was just Reddit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Yeah, can't take the Viking Raiders seriously. Same. Uh, but hey, they're going to face Drew McIntyre and Sheamus. The Banger Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Have you have you tried Googling this? Clip? Yeah. Is this like submission have you sorority? Tried? All I, of... did. I did on my stream today. I Googled it. It was not it's, a good idea. It's submission sorority all over again. Yes, but worse. <laughs> I have no idea why I came up with the genius idea to Google Banger Bros. But... Why wouldn't somebody in WWE, like somebody in WWE had to have if they didn't know, they had to have Googled it and said maybe, hey, not the best idea. I think they're just going based on, on this banger after banger, you know, uh-huh. line that, that I, I I don't know. I mean, it took me five seconds to realize that that name was not a good idea. Yeah. Well, it's WWE. What would uh, you rename them to if you had to keep the word banger? Oh. Banger buddies? Maybe that's not so expert. <laughs> I think the Banger Buddy might be a product. Uh, banger Buds? Let me see. I'm going to Google buds. that right now. Banger these, Buds. These all sound like you adult know, websites. If you, or... if you Google Banger Buds, it doesn't come up as bad as Banger Bros. What about... No, I'm not I'm not even... Say I, it. I, say I, it. No, 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 you can't no. do that. You can't do that. It's illegal in 17 countries to start an idea and not finish the sentence. Well, you know, now that Vince is back, why doesn't he say, like, I've got an idea? 
You know, they talk about putting on bangers and they like to they like to bang and they're a gang. So we could call them the gang no, bangers. Stop. Or the bang gang. No, I thought you were gonna say the banger pals. <laughs> oh my god, no, no, that the was bang gang. Worse. the bang gang. gang. <laughs> I don't know. It's all, I mean, it's all just, uh, this is a problem with banger, and they know they're doing this. When they started doing the banger, like, they know. They they know what they're doing. Oh, 1,000%. Yes. I don't know, man. Kind of crazy. Um, but we heard from Bray Wyatt. How do you think this Bray Wyatt thing's going? I love this. I love tonight Wait, so really? much. You didn't like tonight with the wooden chair and him cutting the promo as the eater of worlds, the good old Bray Wyatt that we all love. He said he's Uncle Howdy. Wait, what? Yes, he's the eater of the world's eater of worlds and Uncle Howdy. Well, I don't know. I just well, you know what? Then it's definitely the good old Bray Wyatt because I didn't understand half of what he said, but it sounded like the old Bray Wyatt. <laughs> First off, his entrance took uh, longer than the promo. No. Time it. Somebody with a stopwatch. You go back and time that shit. You want to hear something scary? Oh, sure. first of all, before Bray Wyatt did the promo, we got a QR code. Did you see what it was? Mm. It took us to the Firefly Fun House and The Fiend. Oh, okay. Yes. And when Bray came out, my dog, who was peacefully sleeping, ran to the door and started barking. And it freaked me out because he comes out of that door. What if it's connected? Chris Barrett. <laughs> Saying Bray Wyatt has gone too far off course, but now night one is saying Bray did a good direct promo tonight, nothing overly cryptic. I love Bray Wyatt tonight. I, I like the promo, felt old school Bray. I love seeing the wooden rocking chair. I loved everything about what Bray did tonight. Okay. The QR code with, with giving us the fiend, I, I loved it. And, and he said that Uncle Howard, he kind of brought him back to, to remembering who he is and reveling in what he is or whatever. I liked it, okay? Okay, so would you rather have this or would you rather have the Firefly Fun House and him doing the muscle man dance and hanging out? Come on, that's an, that's an unfair question. No, it's not. It's a legitimate question because okay, that, fun. the Firefly Fun House, yeah. was great. And this is Firefly mid. Fun House Bray is up in my list of favorite Brays. Yeah, this is kind of generic. It's not generic. Don't ever call Bray Wyatt okay, generic. Okay, here's the deal. Bray Wyatt has been back now for what feels like a year, but in reality, it's been like three months. Right. Um. It feels like it's been a year because these promos, like this could have been two promos and I'm including the one where Uncle Howdy came out. Like there hasn't, like there's, if you were to go back and look at a transcript of everything he has said and the story here, like this is, he is, he is treading water and running in place. With a lot of oh my this. God. I love what Dream Studio said in the chat because he says, <laughs> how do you make LA Knight more intriguing than Brian? They messing up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what Let i'm saying is yeah this was such a hyped promo and they did an amazing job with the white rabbit and with his return right that was incredible the white rabbit has had nothing to do with this by the way yeah and that's my point this is all like <laughs> this has been like this was the most elaborate and intriguing foreplay to what has been like the most monotonous and perfunctory main event to use an analogy um like like he had me going and now it's like wait this is it like uh 
Can we, can we go back to what we were doing before? Because that was that's pretty dope. It reminds me of some horror films. You know how horror films sometimes put all of the best part in the trailer and then you sit down to watch it and you're so disappointed? <laughs> yeah, it's Insidious all over again. Where the buildup is really that's good. That's a great comparison. Yeah. Yeah, the first half is great, and then you're like, "That's Darth Maul. I'm not scared anymore." Right. I I still like what he did tonight. It felt like the old school Bray. I, have I been happy with this? No. <laughs> Trevor Stuck, I feel like he's still playing the long game. I mean, how how much longer until WWE sells to Tony Khan? We're gonna I see mean... him wrestle in two weeks, no matter what. Yeah, the pitch black so, match. Are they going to turn the lights off? <laughs> It'd be amazing. Okay, <laughs> this will turn around the entire thing. If the pitch black match is just darkness and we just hear sound effects and the sound of the match, but we don't see any of it, it will be the most incredible <laughs> so thing. Just, it's like done. you're. In, I'm going to be in San Antonio, lights off, and all we hear is meat slapping and we can't see yes. anything. Yes, and just grunts. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. And then you hear LA and I say, yeah, here or there. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> oh my god <laughs> book it now <laughs> yes and then the commentary should be talking about it like they can see and they're like you won't believe what's going on right now <laughs> oh my god from the top this is the most savage thing i've ever seen and we can see none of it yeah and you know the royal rumble is selling very well imagine those thirty-five thousand fans not being able to see anything at all I don't know why we're manifesting this because I can see them. Actually, they like doing weird things with the lights when it comes actually, to Bray Wyatt. So. Wait a second. Let me, let me put this out here. They should do... Okay, so let me be serious for a second. They should do that and kill all the lights. And the only light is you see the fans holding up their cell phones. And that's how the match gets lit. That would actually did look you, incredible. Did you attend WrestleMania 32? You did, right? Uh, That was Dallas. In Dallas, yeah. Yeah. Remember when he came out before the whole to interrupt the rock and yeah. literally there was so many fans there that when the lights went off, it still felt like it was actually yeah. lit up. Mm-hmm. But they should do that and light the match that way. I think that would look really cool on TV. Maybe. <laughs> well, uh, what did you think of Raquel Rodriguez versus Liv Morgan? Of Liv Morgan's gear. She looked very AJ Lee. I think Liv's great, but uh, there's just no momentum going on with her right now. It's like she's getting beat up by uh, I wrestlers hate to say are, this because yeah. I like WWE and their women's division. I think it's solid, but after seeing uh, some of the other matches tonight, tonight it felt like they were putting women in the card just to put women in the card. It did feel a little like that. And is Liv yeah. supposed to be more of a heel now? I don't know what she's supposed to be. You know, I wouldn't is hate she entering it. the Rumble at one? Did they confirm she's entering yeah, at one? Yeah, that was How weird too. How suicidal is she? Well, it might be kind of cool if Toxic Attraction comes up to the main roster if they paired her with Toxic Attraction. Why? Because if she's going to be a heel, then she can go back to winning because she's got like Gigi and JC to help her. They gave her Tegan Knox and they Wasn't Tegan Knox? Who did she team up with recently? I don't even know. No. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to live with toxic attraction. Um. Well, Raquel won that match. Poor Liv. Remember how what a big deal it was when she won Money in the Bank? She cashed in. She was the champion. She defended the championship. You know, I have something to say about this. I've seen a lot of people 
online talk about the women and how they cash in right away. And I got to tell you something. I think they're smart. Look at how the last few cash-ins have gone for the men who wait around with the briefcase. If I'm a girl, I'm like, I'm a cash-in right now. I'm not going to wait around. They're going to have me cashing in for the women's tag team titles or something. Like, no, I think the girls are know what they're up to when they cash in the same night. Yeah, they should. Uh, strategy. It's important. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, Sonya Deville wants another match against Charlotte. And was denied, so she started beating up Charlotte backstage. I love this when she was like, I'll figure out a way to get the rematch. Next thing you know, she's just beating up the pink Power Ranger backstage. <laughs> like, it took me a moment. Like, oh, that's all I saw on TV was that hot pink and blonde hair. And I was like, is that Charlotte? Like, because we hadn't seen Charlotte before that. Right. So there right. was, like, no context for it. No, it was. It literally looked like she was beating up the pink Power Ranger, and then I actually really loved this segment. I popped a little bit when Charlotte was like beating her up and screaming, "I didn't start it!" <laughs> <laughs> I I thought this was fun, and I I liked seeing this side of Sonya when she was like, "You don't want to give me the rematch? I'll I'll get the rematch." I love that when she was like, "Adam Pierce is like enter the rumble if you want a rematch," and she was like, "There's gotta be an easier way to do it." That's the way that a heel should always be thinking. So I appreciated that. I agree. Well, and that's the problem. It's like in terms of toughness, it's like we have Charlotte, we have Ronda, we have Shayna, we have Sonia, we have Raquel. And it's just like Liv is in the bottom half of toughness. And and, and I don't understand her gimmick. Yeah. Because she went through that weird thing where she was going kind of dark, but then she didn't. Like, I'm very confused. After she dropped the title, she feels very directionless. And I, I like Liv. I want more from her, but right now she just feels like you just said, like she's just there. And that's There's the no thing. gimmick to her. Look, here's the thing. I've been rooting for Liv Morgan since I saw her wrestle under her, her shoot name back in NXT in 2015 at the Armory in Lakeland, Florida. I knew she was an absolute superstar. Loved her in NXT follow her along the roster. We're so happy for her to get the title and have these opportunities. And now it's like they built this star that now they're just like, not humiliating, but they just, they're like taking away everything that they did to make her uh, feel special in WWE. What are you I laughing at? I can't stop laughing at we bury Ronda for the pink Panther. <laughs> Uh, is this, is this wrestle roast is this wrestle that, roast all of a sudden like it's too accurate that is too accurate vulture shill <laughs> yeah she's extreme live hardy hey hardy is going to be at the royal rumble yeah <laughs> is he going to perform yes why I don't know. Who asked speaking, for this? I don't even know who why. He is. I don't know who he is either. But speaking of why, Raw has its 30th anniversary coming up. Raw is the red brand. We had a promo tonight that featured the current remix remake of Eiffel 65's Blue for the promo for Raw 30. Explain that to me. I can't. I was going to ask you to explain it to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and, 
like Eiffel 65, like blue, like it's just, just such an annoying song. But so it was weird when it first started, I'm like, is this like some orchestral piano version of blue? And then it was like, when it was, I was like, like, you, like I thought it was a joke. <laughs> nope. Nope. Joke's on you. <laughs> yes. Well, not a joke. Let's talk about this main event tonight. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. This is Sammy's chance to to really prove himself to the bloodline, and it seemed like How many he times had. going to have to prove himself to. The I bloodline? know they're. <laughs> this is going on too long. This is happening, like they're dragging this out too much. But I get where it's going. I mean, I, I honestly think if the if the Rock doesn't come back, I think we could have Sammy Zayn versus Roman Reigns on one night of WrestleMania. Okay. What what what's what's a more where is there more groundwork right now in terms of story? There isn't. Yeah. There isn't, unfortunately. No, so I think unless, that- unless they put him against Cody Rose, because I gotta tell you something. I love Cody Rose in WWE. His return, being there for that moment was incredible. But I am so sick and tired of the video packages. Like, hey, remember this guy? He's still yeah. around. Hey, look at him cry about his surgery. Like, shut up. You you said you were gonna do the match. Suck it up and go in there and get stitched up and and, and come back when you're ready to come back. I don't want to see a video package every other day about it. See, that's why I didn't even want to talk about it because I'm so sick of seeing this. They're, they're um, starting to shove him down your throat. And it's it's it makes me wonder though. Is his actual return timeline? Does it keep getting pushed back? I mean, I'm assuming he's going to show up in the Rumble at this point. Yeah, he has to. But just let him show up. How is it? It's not even going to feel as a surprise. Okay. He's going to he, show up at number one and probably win it because that's what Cody Rhodes will do. Okay, we'll peep this. I think the reason why they're doing this is a year ago when Cody left AEW and this all happened with this build. We thought this was the biggest, craziest thing to happen in the world of professional wrestling and forever. And then we've had the the year that we've had this year. And now they need to remind us, hey, remember the super crazy thing that happened? You're, you're probably right on that. Imagine you're Cody Rose and, you, and you're probably thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to have the biggest wrestling news of the entire year. And then, and then nobody's even talking about it anymore because of all the crazy stuff yeah, that went we've down. we've moved on. We've moved oh, on. a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and that's a good point Ricky has. He could be at Raw 30. Why? Because eh, they think it's going to pop a big rating. I'm sure they'll have like Stone Cold or something. I think Raw, Raw 30 is going to already pop a big rating, saving us a surprise for the Rumble. But stop shoving it down our throats every freaking show. I'm surprised we're not getting Cody Rose video packages on NXT, or we might be. I don't know. <laughs> what if he returns to NXT? <laughs> yo, yo, he dethrones <laughs> Raw Breaker. <laughs> be kind of cool. It won't happen. Wait, well, they go um, fishing together, though. Uh, yeah. Well, Cody's like, oh, American. Like, you know, he loves fishing. <laughs> After smoking a cigar on the boat, you yep. know, <laughs> with his neck tattoo getting some sun on it. Oh, I miss oh. that neck tattoo. I'm not going to lie. Do Wait, you miss really? It? Yeah, I want to buy it. I want to buy it all and put it on for one of my streams. They're selling it on the WWE shop. <laughs> Okay. You know what? We should all buy it, all three of us, and wear it. <laughs> oh my god, I just got the best idea ever. We're doing it. Anyhow, the main event tonight, <laughs> Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. We, I feel like I've seen these guys wrestle a hundred times. Tonight was really good. A really competitive match, really physical match. Seemed like Sami Zayn had it, 
and then the Usos and Solo interfered. Why did they interfere when it seemed like this was so in the bag for Sammy? So that Sammy loses, and then Roman can kick him out of the bloodline once and for all. See, I thought they were there to help make sure that he won. No. Because they were doing the one. Didn't you see the little face that Paul Heyman did earlier on when they had that conversation? Like, Paul Heyman was, like, disgusted to be talking to 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 Sammy saying something is going on here. This has all been going on far too long. It was a banger of a match. And I gotta really tell you, I don't know, I don't know how Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn managed to have wrestled a million times and every single time it's that good and you're invested no matter what. But I, I really wanted to have I wanted it to have a finish. But listen, long-term booking here, right? I am I'm, I'm very curious to know what they're doing here because I did feel like the Usos interfere on purpose. Sammy was doing great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a little suspect. Um, suspicious. Suspicious. Uh, Chris, I agree. It's not Cody's neck tattoo. It's not the tattoo that's bad. It's the fact that it's on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like the design is cool. But you can have the coolest design ever, but if you put it in the wrong place, like, uh, no, it's just not, not going to work. Right. I agree. Um. So no finish. Well, c- Maybe Cody. Yes. <laughs> Maybe Cody will write in his diary at the diner. Why did they stop doing that with Apollo? Well, I want Apollo's well, deep thoughts. They did it. They did it with Carmelo Hayes. He was trolling him. <laughs> you want Carmelo? You want Apollo's these deep thoughts? Yeah. Do you think he thinks with a Nigerian accent? Like when he hears the voices <laughs> in his head, do you think they have the accent? This is a real question. People ask me all the time if I think in English or Spanish. Yeah, no, I know. I, that's, that's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you think that <laughs> do you think the voices in his head have an accent? I don't know. I mean, it's very interesting. Well, it's like the idea. It's like someone that was uh, born without uh, the ability to hear. Like, do they think in sign language? Do they think in text? Like, That's a good point. I mean, it's interesting, right? It's like, how do pets scream? <laughs> you know, if you don't have Command of the English language, uh, whether you speak a foreign language or lack the ability to speak. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, right? To think about. Do, do uh, colorblind people or their dreams have the same color saturation issues? That's a good point. Have you ever had an animated dream that was like animation? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Trevor in the chat is English. I think and dream in English now. Oh, there you go. Oh, so let me talk about this uh, when we're talking about foreign languages. So I made a mistake. I was talking about how great it is when I listen to foreign language music that I don't speak the language because I get the energy, I get the rhythm of the vocals, but I'm not right. distracted by the lyrics. I made a huge mistake. I didn't do uh-uh. this with Menudo, but with Timberici, I started looking up the translation of the lyrics. No. And now I know I can pick up words and what they're singing about. And now it's distracting me when I listen to Timberici while I'm trying to, to get work done. That's how I learned uh, English was by translating really? movies and, and songs. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. Um, and, but it's so funny. My Please wife do, said, not, do not Google Bad Bunny translations. You don't need to know what he's saying. I started, who did I listen to last night that was uh, pretty dope? I want to make sure I pronounce the name Correct. Uh, Plastilina Mosh. I started listening to last night. Uh, I think you who, listen to more Spanish music than me. Plastilina Mosh, you would like because it's hip hop and kind of electronic. 
with guitars. Yeah, yeah they're Check very good. Send me some links. Send me some yeah. links tonight. They're very good. Um, I started listening to them a little bit last night, and uh, yeah, I'm into it. But that's the thing. I, I got to stop looking up the lyrics because it really it distracts me if I understand what they're what they're saying. Right. Um. Oh, where was that? Comment, Brian Connolly. Keep up the con deep conversation. This is spark my first day. <laughs> Enjoy, Brian. No, anyways, I really wanted Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to have a clean finish. Uh, but what can I tell you about it? It was a banger of a match, but the Usos and Solo interfere, so Kevin Owens won by DQ. So the story is going to continue dragging. I did like the beat down on Kevin Owens because ultimately yeah. you do want to take him out as he is Roman Reigns' opponent for the Rumble, which not everybody's talking about it because we've seen that match a million times. But I appreciated the beat down on Kevin Owens continuing the story that they want to take him out before he gets to Roman. No, absolutely. He's going to face Roman at the Rumble. Uh, so decent SmackDown tonight overall. I mean, it went by very quickly. It did. It did. It felt like it flew by. But I'm going to say this again. Maxine Dupree just completely wasted they're completely wasting her abilities both as a promo in ring whatever Agreed. she looked amazing tonight and they also need to give the women story storylines it felt very weird how they just threw matches out there today with no reason whatsoever i need to see storylines for these women yeah yeah it's really a shame too right i mean it's like nxt still nxt said the best women's division for ages now. And part of the reason why is they understand stories better. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Rampage. This was taped on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. With... Tape Rampage. Actually, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't well, the main event really helped. Yeah. Um, but we open with Darby Allen versus Juice Robinson for the TNT championship. I love Rock Darby's hard. makeup. Rock tonight. hard. Darby's makeup tonight was great. Sure. You don't like the the change, the slight change in the makeup? No. Okay. Okay. Um, so what did you think of the match? I thought it was fine. There I I I didn't think that Juice was going to win, but it wasn't a bad showcase. It just felt predictable and and I avoid rampage spoilers a lot. Like I have a lot of the words muted just so I don't see it that way because we have to watch oh, really? it no matter wow. what right yeah so i i do avoid the spoilers but um yeah i don't know i just i it doesn't sit well with me that darby beat samoa joe for the tnt title but warlow couldn't and i don't know that i'm gonna be able to move on from that <laughs> wow uh well darby won sting came out to help him celebrate after of course he did of course yeah it is. it's darby's it's, daddy and that's the problem Darby, your champion shouldn't look like a kid but he is. Well, much like Dominic Mysterio, then Darby. Dominic needs to is beat not up a Sting. kid. Dominic is a man now. He went to prison. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Darby needs to beat up Sting. <laughs> oh, I would love that actually. <laughs> actually, Sting's contract is up soon. He's supposedly retiring. Do you think that will be? They'll do a breakup, and Darby will retire Sting because I am here for that. I wouldn't mind that, but I don't think that, I don't see Sting doing a solo match. I think it's always going to be a tag team match. I don't know if it's the last match ever, though. And given his relationship with Darby, that would be a hell of a way to go out. You're going to lay down for 
90 pounds thing, like Darby on your way out. That's how you want to go out. You're talking about Mickey James going out with that production tonight. That would be even more depressing. <laughs> now I'm thinking Darby, <laughs> Darby needs to get like Darby needs to carry like a weight with him that he picks up to help pin somebody. Like Darby gets a backpack and he fills it up with lead weights and he puts it on and then Darby pins somebody. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if that's what I want to see Sting go out like. No, I think Darby and Sting would be a hell of a match. You know, they've grown on me together. They they have. And as much as I like, I just, Darby's just not for me. Uh, but I do like them together. So I think a breakup between the two of them would actually be shocking. Vulture talks saying, and Roxanne needs to beat up Booker T. <laughs> yo, yo, please. Oh, I'm here for the Roxy heel turn. That would be. I wouldn't that would... be able to buy her as a heel unless she beats up Booker T. That I think that would make her championship reign much more interesting. But uh, let's talk about the acclaimed. Now they had to do a second take of this, which I'm sure a lot of people saw the botched uh, first take on. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah, they just screwed up the intro and then came back out. Uh, but the freestyle was okay tonight. I think I think we all expected a lot more given the news of the week. He still threw the blood money line in there, so yeah, he got that in. Well, they were, were putting their scissors in cement tonight for the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I love were... that. Did you not love that? That was good. And I have to say, like, okay, Matt Morgan used to hate when I would say this. This segment was cute. It was adorable, the way this segment worked. Wholesome, where, wholesome. Where the ass boys came out and uh, interrupted them. <laughs> they say the only reason why you're relevant is because you stole our dad. I die laughing <laughs> at that line. <laughs> then the ass boys got pants. You saw their underwear. Uh, and then they got planted in the cement planting their asses in the cement. It was cute. It was cute. But I will, but, I will, I will visit a scissor concrete area. <laughs> I would. You should sell those in AEW shop. You know where you can get those models of hands? They should do models of, of uh, the scissor. The scissor The scissor the concrete, though? I don't know if you want to put well, that in people's do it like, households. Have you seen... Um, there are masks. So makeup artists, you know when like a, an actor or actress does a movie and they need like effects yeah. makeup, they make the mold of their face on yeah. eBay. You can buy these, these like plaster face molds of like Robin Williams or Arnold Schwarzenegger. And um, I wanted to buy some. My wife was like, we're not going to have creepy faces on our wall. Like these Why white not? faces in plaster. I think they look really cool. Hey, I will buy it. Yeah. Was like, look at a range one. Maybe. Uh, but I was like, oh, we can make a look at their faces trapped in the wall trying to escape. Um, wow. Cool. That's not yeah. dark or anything, Glenn. Well, my thought was, I, okay, so we used to have my brother, um, one of my brothers used to work at LucasArts, which is attached to like ILM. And so they would give stuff away sometimes. So he had this life-size Spider-Man standee from Spider-Man 2. And we put it in our living room. And when you walk in the house, it looked like there was a person in the corner. Looks like Spider-Man is there, so freak you out. So I was like, God, what a good burglar deterrent, right? Someone breaks in and they see this. So it's like, if they see these faces in the wall, they're going to freak out, man. Like the movie, Three Men and a Baby, the ghost that oh, ended yeah. up wing. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, amazing, though. Well, let's talk about Kings of the Black Throne versus Eddie Kingston and Ortiz. Uh, a match that I think had the unfortunate distinction of being opposite Mickey James's impact match against Jordan Grace. Which is what I was unfortunately paying more attention to, but it's not 
it's not also my fault. They haven't really done a lot to build this. It feels like this has been going on in like a couple of backstage segments and, and, and House of Black making no sense. And then I forget that Eddie Kingston and Ortiz are a thing. I don't know. I feel like they could have pushed this feud a little bit more. I wasn't invested. I feel like Eddie Kingston is also a little bigger than this at this point. Like, I, I'm surprised well, yeah, that... Was with CM Punk, with Jericho. Yeah. He was like, you know, and, and, and now he's just doing this. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I think he's he's one of the best talents in all professional wrestling, huge star in AEW. And I don't think this is elevating uh either side in this match necessarily. But from what I saw, this this was this was good. Kings of the Black Throne won. Yeah, and tonight one's point in the chat about the Julia finish, I still don't feel like she fits in. Hmm. I love her look, I love the aesthetic. She she looks the part, but it still doesn't feel like she belongs in the House of Black. Like, I still don't understand why she's there or what her purpose is. Yeah, yeah. And then friend of wrestling, Inc., Paul Walter Hauser, Golden Globe winner, Paul Walter Hauser, star of Cobra Kai, Paul Walter Hauser, had an in-ring segment tonight uh, showing off his Golden Globe that he won the other night um, and yeah. uh, got interrupted by Jay Lethal, Jeff Jarrett, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. Uh, and this, you know, this broke down, but Paul got to to do some moves. So that was cool. Good for him. Dan Housen was there. Yeah, I don't know what kind of contract Jeff Jarrett signed, but he has to be on TV at every single AEW show. And this was the moment. Well, they're just, like, I think they've... I think Dan Housen's not cool anymore. Wow. Same. <laughs> Like I loved Dan Housen, and but they, like they like Orange Cassidy's one of his greatest strengths is Orange Cassidy doesn't really say anything, mm-hmm. but with Dan Housen, like because he's in segments with Orange Cassidy, so like Dan Housen talks too much, and is becoming a caricature of a caricature at this point. You talk too much. I've been hearing that my entire yeah. life. So Dan Housen, I understand. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I'm with you on that. I, I, It was okay. I think this was just Jeff Jarrett weekly television appearance that he has to have in every single AEW show for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. So, let's talk about Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale, Willow Nightingale versus Anna J. A. S. and Tay Mello in a street fight tonight, and holy shit. They were not messing around. Yeah, you might be thinking like, okay. First off, let me give uh, let me give credit to this. You don't get women in the main event very often, right? Especially on AEW. Yeah, well, and I was just saying AEW. But like, I will say, every time they do a street fight, lights out, whatever, if it's the women, they do give them the main event spot. This should have been even on Dynamite, honestly. This was amazing tonight, and Ruby all bloody like that, like the thumbtacks. It's a little like, too much, no? She can't catch yeah, a break. Last time we, wife, we see her like a few months ago, she has a broken nose. Now she's like bleeding to death. Like poor Ruby. <laughs> it was it's funny. My wife was like, This is really intense. This is really cool. And then she was like, Okay, I'm out. Like with the blood, like, nope, too much. It was a lot. It was a lot. And there there was also the spot where Willow like missed the table by a mile. Yeah. Like, that was uh, but listen, this this these matches are messy and they're spot fest. This is a street fight. You're not here to watch a technical match. So of course a couple of spots were missed, but it didn't take away. I absolutely loved the match. So this I was just phenomenal. Hope that Ruby didn't 
like dehydrated herself bleeding. Um, and I'm kind of here for the Ruby and, and Willow team. Like, I didn't think I was going to like them, but I didn't mind them tonight. So here's the crazy thing tonight. I can't pick the best match I watched tonight, but I will tell you that Ooh, um, Gunther point. versus Braun, Sammy versus KO, Mickey James versus Jordan Grace, and, and this? this match, tough, tough to pick. Which, which means every show, every wrestling show that was on tonight delivers something enjoyable. And that I that wasn't the only good match in Hard to Kill, in my opinion. <clears throat> Hard to Kill had a couple of good matches, but that's the one I paid the most attention to. Yeah. This was a phenomenal main event. Uh, if if you like blood, um, they did they did a street fight. For, sorry to interrupt you, but uh, yeah. Macklin and Rick Swan did a street fight on Hard to Kill, and they were to a point where they were fighting so far on the outside of the arena that you could see the cars just going by oh, on wow. the road. It was it was insane. I absolutely loved it. I was like, oh my! Imagine you're driving by and just look, and these two guys are just like, it's awesome. Yeah, it was really really good. Uh, Killer of Demon 669, Will versus Tony Storm next week. I love Should be Will. Good. Yeah. She smiles She's so much. good. She's too happy for me. But that's her. I know, but I don't like happy people. It's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're, most of the time I've talked to you and the time I've known you, you're in a good mood most of the time. You're like in a really good mood most of the time. Yeah. Or are yeah. you just crying on the inside? I just no, I just don't think happy, positive people all the time are up to any good. I don't trust them. They're not to be trusted. What the, <laughs> what the hell are you so happy about? What's there to smile about? Like, I'm just know? looking at the screenshots of tonight. Like, there's one that's posted of Ruby, and it's just like this looks like something out of a horror movie. Like, this looks so, yeah. like so messed up. Yeah, at one point I was actually worried. <laughs> But they they ended the match pretty quickly. She looked badass though. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. I uh, agree. I thought we got a lot of really good wrestling tonight. Everything went by very quickly. All shows just kind of like they had a nice pace to them. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, I was sports entertained. Same. Yeah. And uh, man. Ah, get yeah, a street fight. Like I, I don't want to watch it again, but I've really good memories of that tonight. That was a really, really it good. It was match. very, very good, and they, they do that a lot. Like I think wasn't Ty and Anna Jay on a different also street mm. fight in the past that was very, very good. Um, they need to feature them like that more instead of just looking like idiots in the background of a JAS segment. And Ruby and Willow uh, getting that win, well deserved. Um. I love seeing uh, Ruby finally pin Ty Conti since they actually have some history. Yeah. This was good. Uh, so there you have it. A night of professional wrestling. You know, the, the best part is like it, went, it went by quickly. We were able to recap it quickly. We were entertained. Not a lot of negatives. I didn't hate the Bray Wyatt segment as much as, much as you did, though. So. Good, good. So, everybody, follow Isa on the Twitter at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. I'm Aklan Rubenstein. Uh, check out Yellow Jackets Buzz back today with a bonus episode breaking down Yellow Jackets season two trailer. And uh, have a good weekend, everybody. It's really, Yay! really good to see you again. We'll be back Tuesday to talk about NXT, the fallout from New Year's Evil. Who knows who will own WWE on Tuesday? Hashtag justice for Grayson Waller. 
By the way, I was watching just to get a clip and I was laughing so hard because in the beginning of Tuesday's episode, you said, we're just going to sit here and speculate without any confirmation from any confirmed source. And I'm like, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> that was that was literally the best way to describe Tuesday night. It was wild, though. Yeah, it was crazy. And I, okay, so I'm an idiot because, yeah, I mean, it's like we all... I think sometimes in wrestling, it's funny that people like wrestling journalists should be ashamed of themselves. Wrestling fans should be ashamed of themselves. It's like, if you're a wrestling fan, wildly speculating about things that may or much more likely may never happen, like that's being a wrestling fan. Yeah, and there's like this kind of speculation happens with every sports, every kind of fandom. The, the, the rumors might not get as wild as it does with wrestling, but I see it all the time. I was just like looking at, even in baseball, people like speculating about this Carlos Correa contract and who he was going to end up with and how he's failing all these physicals. And I fell in a in a rabbit hole on YouTube watching people talk about what was going on with his contract. Like this happens everywhere. You just we just maybe a little more hardcore about it. <laughs> yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Have a great weekend, everyone. We will catch you back here next week on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care.